Gym owners that use traditional brokers to help them lease or even purchase a building are getting screwed. Trust me, I know. In 2016, I purchased a building and worked with a traditional broker. I've worked with traditional brokers in multiple locations and over a dozen times with client deals and things of that nature. They are not serving the fitness industry the way they should. They forward a bunch of emails. They might schedule a tour, but then they bounce once they get their commission check. So in 2016, I purchased my building. It allowed me to retire in 2021, and I decided I wanted to set up a commercial real estate and fitness business consulting firm, The Gym Real Estate Company. We help gym owners not only with site suitability, operational capacity analysis, creating financial projections at that new location based on everything they have going on in the business. We'll help with facility flow and the layout of equipment inside the space to maximize it. And then we also come with all my fitness business consulting experience, and we package that all into a service that the beauty of it is not paid for by the gym owner, it's paid for by the landlord, and we're able to go ahead and, in my opinion, fill this void that the fitness industry has been needing because gym owners consistently need new leases, or if you take my opinion, you should hopefully be trying to purchase a building. And no one's been there to be able to service that, but now we are. We are the Gym Real Estate Company, and I'd love to have a conversation with you. Go ahead on Instagram, send me a DM, at Gym Real Estate. We will book a free 20-minute discovery call so I can learn more about your situation and what you've got going on. I would love the chance to show you what your business can actually do from a wealth-creating standpoint. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and this is another episode of the What The Fuck Gym Talk podcast. Slow the fuck down. Where, where the fuck are you going? Why is it that we are constantly in a rush to speed up to a traffic jam? So I take my kid to school in the mornings, in the mornings I have her, and round trip, it's an hour, okay? So she's like six, five, yeah, she's six. And uh, she, you're taking her to like uh, her pre-K, whatever, it, you know, 30 minutes there in traffic, 30 minutes back, it's, it's like seven miles away. Seven miles takes me an hour because it's just on this clusterfuck of a road, okay? And I sit here in this traffic and I, and I think to myself, because I'm crazy, I, I try to optimize my time efficiently. And I'm like, this is the, this is the worst, this is the, the least efficient part of my day. I like the first part of it because I get to hang with my daughter and we get to talk, you know, and, you know, listen to music and be silly together. That part's great. The back half of this, I fucking hate. Now, I like it because I talk to you fuckers because I record the podcast in the back half because I'm trying to make this as efficient. But I sit here and today's traffic is worse than normal and it made me just realize like this is entrepreneurship. This is building a business, right? It's like you really think of it like all I'm trying to do is take home X amount of money. Let's make it something uh, practical. I want to take home $100,000. Okay, like that's not an obscene amount of money. Right, like that's like my my kid's school being seven minutes away. It's like, well, it's not far, or seven miles away. That's really not far. It shouldn't take as long as it's taking for me to make a hundred thousand dollars. And I know so many of you guys are in that in that paradigm right now. But then, you know, but you got to accept it. Like, unfortunately, especially like with small business America, where we are starting these businesses undercapitalized, and we are having to build the airplane as we fly it. We have to realize we are going to be sitting in a traffic jam. You have got a, it's going to be a while to get there. Why? Because you chose, you know, let's, um, let's create the analogy that the traffic jam is the uh, conditions in which you chose to start the business. 
So you decided to start the business without a lot of money uh, or other resources. You chose to do it when you are married and you already have one kid and another on the way. You chose to do it while you were, uh, you know, you maybe were paying off debt on something else or whatever it may be, or you just lost your job. Or you chose to do it under some kind of circumstances in which it's going to take a while. And even if those, those other unfortunate circumstances aren't accurate, just take the undercapitalized one. You, you decided to start a business on a shoestring budget, then that, that's enough for you. You put you, so that is why you're in a traffic jam. It's like if I would leave 30 minutes earlier in the day and get my kid there hella early, we wouldn't have this problem. But because I leave at a certain time with her, because we have to fucking fight over nine different outfits at six years old, um, <laughs> any girl dads out there can relate. Would that this is the light? This is my. This is what we have. This is why. why we hit traffic jams all the time. But you know. But I don't. I'm not speeding to the traffic jam. Like I know the traffic jam's coming. I sit in it every day. I'm just like, okay, I get it. I get it. Yet there are so many of us that open the business again, undercapitalized with all these conditions that put us in a traffic jam. What are you? What are you in a hurry for? Like all your decision making is indicative of someone who is impatient and thinks that they can go faster by rushing decisions or by rushing certain things. There is nothing you can do to make this thing go faster. You're already in the traffic. You already started the business undercapitalized. You already started the business, you know, um, putting everything on a credit card and hiring no staff and with minimal experience because you thought you could just open a gym. You never even went and worked in the industry a day in your fucking life. So there you are, we're in the traffic jam. And yet so many of you keep trying to go faster. Like where the fuck are you gonna go? You're little, there's a car in front of you and a car in front of that one and in front of that, we're not going anywhere. There's no shortcut. Oh, I know a super secret shortcut. Yeah, sure you do, fuckface. Sure you do, right? And by the time you get there, we're all up there already. Like it wasn't really a shortcut. It was painted, in your head it was a shortcut because you wanted it to be. I think that far too often we are making rushed, ill-advised decisions, mainly because we're in an emotional state, like we're, we're stressed out about something or we feel a certain way about a thing and we want whatever decision we're making. We have like, uh, what is that? Co- is it cognitive bias? Oh, fuck. What is that called? Experimental bias? I forget the biases, but we have a bias because we want that thing to be so fucking true, right? Like so a gym owner who makes a rush decision to do a thing because they believe the thing is going to make them money because they need the money and they really, really, really want this thing to work out as they predicted. Well, of course, all your thought processes around implementing that thing are going to sound good and you're going to rush it because in your head, you've already skewed yourself. You've already been like, oh, no, 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 no. We need this to happen. I need this money or I need this end result. So now all my thinking in and around this is going to be, you know, essentially this is going to work. It's funny, man. It's like when we're rushing through the business, the one thing that could save us is a, obviously the acceptance of this. Listen, it is what it is. There are things you can do to accelerate business and it's all goes back to what's holding you back. So if you started off undercapitalized, it's generally an injection of cash. I have worked with gyms that started off undercapitalized and within two years they realized like, you know what, I listened to your podcast about this years ago and 
I didn't think I didn't think I would be that big of a deal. I figured I could overcome not having the money to hire people. I realized I was wrong. So now that I have two years on the books, I'm taking out a hundred and fifty thousand dollar line of credit from the SBA, so I get to hire three full time people. And within one year, my goal is to hire them, drain that money right in their payroll, but then pay it back within two. And I and I love that. Like you can fix that problem, right? You just got to look back to what is the the problem that puts you in this traffic jam. But for most of us, we're besides going that route. There's a lot of times we're just stuck in the traffic jam. And what we need to realize is that the only thing that's going to make this traffic jam suck less is smart decision making and not rushing certain decisions. Okay, because your fuck ups. Will are never more um, abundant than when you rush your decision making, and we we rush our decision making when we feel like we're late, or when we feel like we're being held back, or when we feel like this shouldn't be taking as long. These things take a long fucking time. It just is. You know, some of you guys are big into whatever Olympic weightlifting coaching, right? Show me someone who can snatch one eighty five. How many years does it take to get them to add 50 pounds to that? How many years? A long time. A long time. Fuck, even 25 pounds to that. A long time. So, like, why, can we not think of it in a similar way? Can we not take some of our fitness learnings and take them over the business? Again, you take someone who's not doesn't have a lot of experience in the thing, like owning a gym, and doesn't have a lot of resources, like people and money, and you think about well, how long is it going to take for them to succeed and achieve their end state, whether it's $100,000 a year in, in, uh, in take-home pay or whatever. Probably it's going to take a while. There are a few things you can do to speed it up if you can isolate what is initially causing the, the drag and the slowdown and you go and do the exact opposite. So again, if it's money, you get money injected into the business. If it's people, you hire the right, you hire the people that, are, you know, that would make up for the slowdown. If it's location, which it rarely ever is, you, you, you relocate, right? Like there are a few things that we can do in game planning, but ultimately I tell people like, why are you in such a rush? Like, is this truly what you want to do forever? Is this it? Like, is this what you want to do? Do you want to own it? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Then if so, why are you in a fucking rush? It's like, well, well, my kids, like they're both in private schools. It's expensive. Well, fuck face. Like, whose idea was it to start a business when you had one kid and another on the way? And then you and your wife looked at each other while you're making shit money owning the gym and go, you know what? I think fucking $23,000 a year in private school is a good idea. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not here to judge where you send your kids. What I'm saying though is, I, I, this is, I, I hear these decisions on a regular basis. And a lot of times gym owners think, well, if I burn the boats, I'll make it happen. And I got to tell you that burning the boats thing is bullshit. Like I like the idea of burning the boats, like when you want to go all in on something, but it doesn't mean you're going to accelerate the result. Just because you burn the boats doesn't mean you take the island faster. It just means that in your head, you've committed to death or succession or success. That's all that burning the boats thing. Everyone's like, oh, I'm just going to burn the boats. I'm like, why do you, why does burning the boats guarantee the result? Right? If you're a mental midget and like you have to burn the boats in order to go all in on something, like that's the other thing that drives me nuts. Like I gotta, you know, I'm gonna burn the boats. Like do you have, like do you have to burn the boats on every decision you ever make? It's like people who can't exercise without signing up for something. 
I got buddies addicted to fucking running races and competitions. And it's because they cannot train and exercise without something on the calendar. Hey, listen, to each their own, I'm not here to judge you. All I'm here to say is it's a bad state to be in from a business perspective. If you can't just do what's needed to be done and you need to have an impending doom motivate you, that is a bad fucking position to be in. Guys, if just to wrap this thing up, if you feel like you're trying to rush a result, whatever that is in your business, you're trying to rush a desired end state, first, number one, just look back. What is it that's holding you back? Is it something that it can be resolved, like money or people or location? Those things can all be changed, okay? Is it something to the tune of there's really nothing you can do to change it and you just need to wrap your head around, this is going to take longer than I had anticipated, so I have to plan my personal life around it. And that's just the reality of it. Just because you have two kids who want to go to private schools doesn't mean you get to send them to fucking private schools if you don't have, like, if it's not there. The amount of guys that get on this, and girls that get on the call, and just, it's a sense of, like, this isn't, like, fair. Like, I've been working so hard, and I still have to work, like, I still have to, you know, grind to do this. I'm not getting the end result and blah. Like that's how it is for everyone. Everyone has to grind. You look at someone who's super successful, their grind is probably no different than yours. Just different stakes. That's all that is. Because if you're in this thing, I want you to enjoy it. It's, it can be the most fun ever and obviously the most stressful thing ever. But um, you got, it's about a mindset. You got to change your mindset around it. I believe this is one of the biggest mindset hacks that a lot of us could use or at least spend some time uh, thinking about to hopefully, hopefully kind of reframe our own paradigm um, and it'll make this whole entrepreneurship thing far more tolerable, enjoyable, and actually uh, sustainable. So that's all I got for you today, guys. Until I talk to you in the next episode, have a great fucking day.